0: that's me
1: you want to know something surprising yeah we've not done an episode about this game yet that we're talking about today
0: oh like this isn't one of those like I finally played it and we're doing a follow up type thing Right. awesome good job I'm glad that I'm not going to like goof it up I'm sure we'll have to at some point in the series with six and two and two okay
1: but yes, uh, we only talked about this, I think, maybe on the 2017 Game of the Year episode.
0: Oh, wow. We had
1: not talked about this game prior to that.
0: Wow.
1: But now we're going to talk about it today. Yay. Yay, indeed. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 217. hmm and it is the first in our, in our new series that we're doing this year. <laughs> it's called Al Experiences the Yakuza Series.
0: It's true.
1: We're going through all the Yakuza games.
0: This is installment one.
1: Installment one of eight. Because we won't do seven. Because we've already done seven.
0: We've already done seven, but we have to do Judgment two, correct? Yeah,
1: so that's seven Yakuza games in Judgment. Nice. So there you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, this kind of just started as a whim where I was just like, hey, do you want to watch me play through the Yakuza games? Because <laughs> you like 7 so much?
0: Yeah, I really liked 7, and I was kind of bummed that I didn't play it. Um, but I was interested in the story and got way more into it than I expected. Mm-hmm. And then you you texted, and you were like, hey, what if we did this thing? I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds fun. And here we are. Here we are, uh, and... There's a lot that can be said about where we are now, but this is a thing we're doing.
1: It is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we start. We, we basically are doing these in chronological story order, not mm-hmm. in like release order. So we started with zero, and then we're going to make our way all the way up to six, and then play Judgment after that, or something like that. We'll figure that out as we go along. Uh, But, yeah, I figured starting with Zero would be the the easiest way to do this because it is technically, you know, the prequel to the series and everything, and it would just make a lot more – it would make a lot more things make sense later on as we go through the subsequent games and everything. And I think, as well, it really helps when you get to Yakuza 1 to kind of make that game just – a lot better in general than if you were just playing it first and then be like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I completely agree that this added a lot more weight to Yakuza 1, and I I am pleased that this is the way that you had us do it um, because I think that this is the right way to do it if you're mm-hmm. new to the series. Yeah. I mean, like, ignoring the fact that I've experienced something. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It, it just made things hit a lot harder and make hit their mark very well um, yeah. with one.
1: So yeah, uh, so this game came out originally in Japan on March 12, 2015 for the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. It would not come out worldwide until like two years later on January 24, 2017 for the PS4. Uh, eventually came to the personal computer on August first, twenty eighteen, and then on the Xbox family of systems on February twenty sixth, twenty twenty. Also, it is worth mentioning. Oh boy, we're having. Okay, hello, welcome back. Hi,
0: hey, hi, hey. Hi.
1: Internet hiccups,
0: or as I, was, I texted you, internet fart. Yes,
1: I was going through a uh, release info for the the fine folks at home while you were away.
0: Okay. I'm back now. Hello. So you didn't really miss
1: anything. Okay. Uh, I was about to say, this game really legitimately revitalized the Yakuza series in, like, not Japanese territories, where mm-hmm. this series was really on its last legs in terms of, like, games getting localized over here and anything. Like, it was legitimately a big deal when Sony was, like, when Sony did one of their... Do you remember when Sony was doing, like, December events? hmm Where they'd have, like, a fan thing, and then they would go out and do kind of, like, a, here's a mini E3 thing where we're going to talk about not really big games, but kind of, like, some weird games here and there. Yep. Um, so, they they did one of those, and, like, they announced, like, oh, we're going to bring Yakuza 5 over, and everyone was like, oh, this is, oh, my God, I can't believe they're bringing Yakuza 5 over. <laughs> it was, like, well after the fact and everything. Um. And then this game came out, and I think it was just, like, it was the right style and setting that really just, like, kind of pull, pulled a lot of people in that might not have, like, tried out the Odyssey series before on PS3 or PS2.
0: Because,
1: mm-hmm. really, this game has a lot of style, and that's a very big benefit for this game in order to, like, really, like, get its hooks in on people who might not check it out otherwise.
0: Can confirm, yes. Mm-hmm man
1: yeah so like essentially this is a prequel to the rest of the series like this comes this came out after five so there's five games after this obviously and it takes place in december of 1988 in japan where you know japan's having this huge like financial boom the economy is just blowing up everyone Mm -hmm. has so much money they don't know what to do with it Mm -hmm. so there's just a lot of like uh excess wealth just being flaunted and everything and that really kind of uh plays into just the game itself where you see a lot of that going on with like characters and everything and like literally the way you like level up your abilities in this game is you spend money on yourself yeah (laughs) because you will just have so much money that like that's just the way to do it yep it is very over the top but like it's it works incredibly well because like it just it's just a really like fun setting to be in And just, like, walk around? Yeah, and it's
0: not, like, blatant that, like, oh, man, everybody's got money, but there are just, like, little subtle things here and there that you're like, okay, that's what's happening. Yeah. It's good. Also, I was almost a year old when this game took place, apparently. I
1: didn't even exist yet. You didn't
0: even (laughs) exist! Oh, no. (laughs) No.
1: Let's talk a little bit about the development before we dive into some gameplay and story stuff. Okay. Uh, The Wikipedia doesn't have a whole lot, unfortunately, but...
0: It happens. It is.
1: Yeah. Uh, this game was first announced at a special Yakuza event on August twenty fourth, 2014 with a trailer. This is a very weird way to phrase this sentence, but this is how it starts. 30 most popular AV idols, as voted by fans in an earlier poll, were also announced to make cameo appearances in the game, <laughs> with the top 10 having more significant roles. The top five would appear as the highest tier hostesses in the Cabaret Club mini-game.
0: Oh, that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, a Chinese language localization of the game was announced in 2014 and eventually released in Asia in May 2015. Uh Shona no performed the game's main theme and ending theme, Bubble and Kiranai respectively. These songs were not licensed for the English release and were instead replaced by original instrumental tracks.
0: <laughs> Lame!
1: Uh, the, the Chinese localization of the game replaces late-game character Lao Gui, Chinese hired assassin of the Dojima family, with a face model of Hong Kong actor Sam Lee... That's a very weird change, but okay. That is
0: a weird change. Uh,
1: On December 5th, 2015, at the PlayStation Experience in San Francisco, Sony announced that Yakuza 0 would be coming to America for the PS4. Initially, no official confirmation was made of a European release. In July 2016, it was announced that the game would release in North America and Europe for the PlayStation 4 in January 2017. Uh, Western localization of the game was led by Scott Strickart. Associate producer of Atlas USA, who has localized Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Kiwami 2, and Yakuza 6. Uh, the team took a year and a half to localize Yakuza 0, which has 1.8 million Japanese characters, nearly twice as many as the average JRPG, which has 1 to 1.2 million Japanese characters.
0: Wow.
1: Which, it makes sense. Like, there's a lot of text in this game.
0: There is a lot of text in this game.
1: Uh, In addition to challenges translating tone and humor, Strickert's team at Alice had difficulties localizing traditional Asian games, including Mahjong and Shogi. In order to make these mini-games accessible to Western audiences, Alice had to provide detailed rules alongside gameplay. During the localization process, Strickert said the team wrote a total of 34 pages of Mahjong explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Dedication.
1: So, yeah, like... uh, like we said, this game did a whole lot to, like, really revitalize the, the Yakuza series overseas and everything. We're like, you know, we pretty much get the new games, like, within a year of them coming out in Japan now. Which is a very quick turnaround compared to how it used to be. Yeah. And, you know, we're basically getting every game now. Like, the only games, like, that of the Yakuza games that they haven't brought out over here is, like, Yakuza Online, which is just a weird thing in of itself. Um, weird. Which, that's also the first time... Or the first game that features Ichiban as the protagonist.
0: Oh, oh I didn't know uh,
1: that. And then, like, the like the feudal era Yakuza games that they did for PS3. Weird. <laughs> so, yeah, there is a lot to do in Yakuza 0. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, you know, there is a big, long, overarching story that... Uh, Involved are deuteragonist of, of course, Kazuma Kiryu, the mm-hmm. main protagonist of all of the other games in the series. And also his deuteragonist, uh, Goro Majima, a, uh, a character that you run into a lot throughout the, the rest of the Yakuza games. But I believe this is the first time he's like an actual playable character. Uh, and really, like, a lot of the story revolves around, like, Majima and, like, really fleshing out that character in terms of, like, how does majima become the majima of the later that games that we that we know yes uh it does a, just a, i think a really good job of just like making that character into like something more than what it already had been
0: yeah i completely agree i mean like i had only seen him a little bit um a- enough that I, when you told me that like he was originally voiced by Mark Hamill i was like yeah okay that makes total sense
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so he was kind of like a, a like, unhinged kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and then we got to this. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's humanize this guy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Make him less terrifying-ish. <laughs> I say is uh, like the man didn't catch a blade with his teeth and also just like kick blades into people's shoulders and guts and things like that. As you do. Yeah. He didn't kill a man.
1: Uh, The game also takes place across uh, both uh, Kamurocho and Sotenbori, which is obviously recreations of Tokyo's Kabachiko and Osaka's Dotenbori areas. Mm -hmm. Um, These areas obviously have been in other games as well, but uh, they are 80s-ified in this game in particular. So you get to see like a lot of like giant light boards where they're trying to make f- make everything very flashy. Club Sega is very like retro looking and everything. Uh it does a really good job of kind of like capturing the feel of like oh this this looks and feels like the 80s. Yeah.
0: Some things are a bit grungy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a little grungy. Uh yeah. there's a lot of mini games you can do of course, like you know You can play classic Sega arcade games like Outrun, Super Hang-On, Space Harrier, and Fantasy Zone. Uh, You can go bowling. You can go fishing. You can play all sorts of Japanese gambling games or just like, you know, games of that ilk and nature Mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, The two big prominent mini games in in this are, you know, there's a real estate business that Kiryu does where you have to go around and buy businesses and accrue money that way. And eventually you take on these various bosses that run each area and that funnels into a main boss in particular. And then Majima has the Cabaret Club any game where you run a Cabaret Club and you have to go against these five other Cabaret Clubs and take them down. And then eventually you go against the, the boss of all of those and everything. They're very similar kind of an aspect, but both games have very different uh, aspects and playability between the two of them. And that's kind of how, like, you are able to... It's, it's the the big way you're able to accrue a lot of money in this game is by doing both of those mini-games.
0: Get um, our 80s riches.
1: Yes. Uh, the Majima side, I think, is a little bit easier because it's like, oh, just beat these people and we'll just give you, like, a billion yen. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> no we had a lot asked. of money as Majima.
1: We did have a lot of money. Um, Also, there's a bunch of uh, side stories and everything that run the gamut of just weird stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. throughout which is that's just you know atypical of these games in particular so it's nothing new but like there's a lot of just like good wacky stuff they scattered throughout mm-hmm. um and then all of those like there's a lot of times like those side stories will kind of funnel back into like the bigger mini games so like if you run into people on curious side some of them might be like oh they'll show up in front of your office and be like oh i'll, I'll come work for you now and then vice versa for majima or some of them will be like show up in front of the cabaret club like oh I, i'll come work for you now
0: hmm and then some also are, like, hints towards the later series.
1: Yeah. There's definitely a lot of, like, uh, references and fan-servicing moments where, like, you'll be like, but oh, I here's... I don't
0: get all of them.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, like, they'll be like, oh, here's this character that's younger and shows up. And it's like, oh, that's a fun little thing. Or, like, some character will tell you, like, oh, this is what's going to happen to you in the future. And it's all little stuff that happens in the future of the series. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's it's very much just like you know a a a, a love letter to the entire series, and to like the the fans of it, where it just it's filled with just like goofy references like that. That it's like oh yeah, I, I know what you're getting at right there. I I get that one. If if you played those games for you, you're just like yeah okay cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then of course you know you have to hang out with uh fun characters like Mister Libido.
0: Mr. Libido, our boy,
1: <laughs> who just loves to dance and talk about ladies and just get his rocks off.
0: Yeah, he likes to. He likes to talk about cranking it.
1: He does like to talk about cranking it.
0: I was trying to think of a way to say that without you having to edit it.
1: That's. <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest way to say it. <laughs> He just loves cranking like, it
0: he loves that and he likes going to the bone zone and he just not wearing clothes like tennis shoes and undies like he's got on his tighty whiteies and like his his tennis shoes or his sneakers whatever people out in the universe that aren't me call them um and he's just like this goofy looking dude that, and also like sometimes just shows up in cutscenes. <laughs>
1: His introduction, when he just randomly shows up in the uh, at the Odyssey, at and the you just Odyssey. see him in the background just dancing, and Monty was like, what on earth is that? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is the best.
0: I had the exact same reaction, though. I was like, what is going on back there?
1: It's very good.
0: But then, like, he became our best friend.
1: He did. Yeah, we, we, we became full friends with that boy. Yeah, we did. We helped him through his trials and tribulations of trying to crank it. Sure, we did. Which also led us on a <laughs> which also led us on a very long winded journey to get all of the gravure videos in the game.
0: <laughs> <It did. laughs> oh man, that was funny because um I think you had mentioned it at one point and I was like, Oh well let's go watch one and so we watched one. And I think the first one we watched was the girl bouncing on the ball.
1: Yeah. Right? So I think it was like here, just pick take a pick of, of all the, of these girls that I had unlocked from my previous playthrough and you know just we'll we'll watch one
0: i picked the girl that that was cutest and she bounced on a ball i was like well that's interesting because there she's like in a bikini bouncing on like a bouncy ball mm-hmm. um and then i was like well how do we get more of these videos
1: boy howdy did that lead us down a rabbit hole
0: <laughs> yeah it did and so i looked it up and i looked up how we could get out how's I looked up how to get all the the sexy videos in in the game so that we could then watch them. And we not only collected all of the sexy videos, we also watched every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of us. It's true. Mm-hmm. Poor Majima. He had to go through some stuff.
1: He cranked it a lot.
0: He, <laughs> he did.
1: He cranked it so much he found a. He eventually found a haunted video and haunted the the cranking shop.
0: <laughs> Making a ghost hang out in the in the video watching plays oh man yep you know sometimes I guess ghosts just gotta hang out where dudes crank it
1: I mean you know gotta do what you gotta do
0: um you know he he took several for the team with us making these sexy videos happen
1: yeah it's true
0: your sacrifice is not in vain Majima
1: it's true <laughs> also we got, to, we got to see a lot of various girls that are modeled in the game and then they get to their video and be like oh my god you're him
0: Yeah! Like, they're just mostly normal in the game with their models, and then, like, they're in the bikini in the video. I was like, whoa! Those are large!
1: I am looking respectfully.
0: (laughs) Um, Although there's not a whole lot of... We we had a discussion about this. There's not a whole lot of butt in this. True. Like, they they all have very full coverage butt bikinis and they're like here look at my butt but like you can't really look at their butt because it's a full coverage bikini bottom unfortunate yeah yeah Um, but they're ridiculous like some of them have girls like playing with phallic shaped balloons and then others are just playing with regular balloons Um, some are just hanging out in the bathtub some are pulling bubbles Just the aforementioned bouncy ball
1: some are just on a pole
0: yeah, there's the pole. Which that lady had huge ones. Yeah, but there yeah. you go. That was that was a thing that I did not expect us to do when I first started playing this with you, um, but it became a quest that I was very passionate about, and I wanted to see it through. And I'm glad that you went went along with me on that wild ride. We, <laughs> I we... did think I was
1: crazy. No, of course not. We saw all thirty of the most popular AV idols that were voted by fans. Woo! Also, like on this Wikipedia page, there's just a photo of of Chika Hibiki, I, and Mana just sitting apparently at TGS.
0: Really? Yeah, it's
1: just here's a picture of these four A V girls.
0: Oh my god. Um... Because that's
1: what you gotta focus on on the Wikipedia for Young is zero.
0: I is hilarious because like she has that one laugh it's like he 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 hey. yep <laughs> it made me laugh a lot uh, I don't think you expected that when uh when we started doing this no
1: <laughs> definitely not <laughs> uh, well outside of that do you want to talk about the story of this game because that's the big meat and potatoes of this video game
0: yeah, you bet I do.
1: Oh, also, karaoke's in this game, because of course karaoke's in this game, and it's very good.
0: Oh, we didn't even talk about the karaoke. It's
1: very good.
0: Oh, man. Man. We did so much karaoke, and it was fantastic, and and there's also Dan. Um, and I am now a sucker for the songs that are in this game and I have them, I purchased them on my phone. You did. I made dinner the other night while I was listening to them. You did. I've fallen so far into this. It's true. But yeah, like, roller skates and ridiculous 80s jumpsuits and very dramatic singing at a picture. <laughs> dame dame.
1: And then also just rocking out with your bro. Yeah. All good. Your, it's all good. Get your
0: bandana and your poofy pants. Heck yeah. It's
1: all very good.
0: So good. Very very fun. There's also the girls. They do some songs too, but they. It's, aren't it's so not
1: good. as like ridiculous. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Um. And and the dancing is hard.
1: Yeah, it's very you, hard.
0: You got better at it though. You I get did get better at by it, by but like
1: end. it's just like. Meh. Yeah, it's not I wouldn't loose. go out of my you way did. to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, karaoke though, A plus 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 plus. Of course. Yes. Anyway, you want to talk about yakuza?
1: Let's talk about the story of Yakuza Zero.
0: Yakuza.
1: Uh, so, like we said, this is December of nineteen eighty-eight. We begin the game with uh, Kiryu, he's just a low-ranking member of the Kazuma family, which is a sub-family of the Dojima family, mm-hmm. who are a part of the Tojo clan, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiryu's out making, or getting some money off a dude. He's, he's got, like he's beating a,
0: up a dude in yeah. a back alley.
1: He's he's a debt collector, he gives the the money to a loan shark, after walking through Kamurocho with blood on him, and everyone's like, Whoa!
0: Yeah, and he's just walking like it's no big deal, and I'm like, buddy, buddy, you got a little, little something on, you, on your mm-hmm. face. Um, Which I mentioned to you, it was like, you know, AIDS was a thing then, and they would have noticed that, like, blood was a thing. But anyway, um, you also get the weird cutscenes where, like, people don't, their mouths don't move.
1: Yeah, those are kind of maybe, like, one of the downsides of this game is, just like, there's these weird cutscenes that almost become visual novel-esque, where, yeah. like, it's just, like, still images of people talking to each other, but their mouths don't move and stuff like that. It's, it's very weird. It's very stylized, but, like, yeah. I don't know how well it works. They kind of brought it back for seven a little bit, and I was like, mm. on that as well. Uh, Kiri gives the money to loan Shark. Lone Shark's like, hey, why don't you work for me? And Kiri's like, nah.
0: Nah, I'm he, good. Uh,
1: he goes out on the town with his his sworn brother. Uh, his brother! His brother, Akira Nishikiyama. They go out, Nishiki. have fun. Have some fun, and then uh, they're eating a meal, and the next day, and they see on the TV, there's a dude who was murdered in an alleyway, and Kiryu looks up and sees that it was the dude he beat up last night.
0: In the same alleyway. <laughs>
1: in the same alleyway, and he's like, I didn't kill that guy. I just roughed him up a little bit. That was it. Uh...
0: I forget to mention that Nishiki totally just like dunks on him for his his outfits. Yes, he's like, You got terrible fashion, bro. It's
1: true. Uh, all this, like, the word goes back to the, the, the family about this and everything. So he's summoned to the Dojima family office. He meets the three lieutenants of the family, uh, Daisaku Kuze, Hiroki Awano, Awano, and Keiji Shibasawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all like, Hey, why did you murder that dude? and Kira's like, I didn't murder that dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, like, we're
0: pretty sure you murdered that
1: dude. You should uh, go turn yourself in. Police are looking into it. And he's like, I didn't murder that dude. (laughs) Uh, He learns also that the dude was killed via a gunshot to the head. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I did not have a gun or anything. So I don't know what to tell you. Someone's framing me for this probably. I just beat him up up. with my
0: fists. Uh
1: They don't believe him and everything. So that's that. Uh, we learned that the place where the murder took place is a very prominent location Mm -hmm. of a massive redevelopment project for Kamurocho. It's called the Kamurocho Revitalization Project. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that piece of land is, like, the key part of it that everyone is trying to fight for.
0: Everybody wants the empty lot.
1: Yes. Everyone wants the empty lot. So there's a lot of infighting in the Tojo clan about it and just all sorts of things. Um... Basically, uh, Dojima has offered anyone who gets the empty lot, they will be the next captain of the family and everything, which the captain is held by uh, Shintaro Kazuma at this point, who is, like, Kiryu and Nishiki's, like, adopted dad. He, like, helped them, he helped raise them in an orphanage and everything.
0: He's their pops. Yeah
1: he's in jail right now so he doesn't so they're trying to kind of replace him secretly also people are just like trying to get around him because they don't like him and all this sort of stuff so politics a lot of politics and stuff
0: lots of going around behind people's backs and Mm -hmm. making deals and shenanigans
1: all sorts of stuff like that
0: being shady uh
1: eventually you find out that it was potentially kuze who set you up for this because you go back to the, the loan off loan shark guy, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. And then Kuze shows up there, he's like, hey, what, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Kiryu tries to figure out a way to get out of this and everything. Uh, he eventually decides, hey, what if I just like get kicked out <laughs> of the family? Maybe that would uh, be a way to solve this problem and everything. And the others are like, no, that's a bad idea. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh he still goes hasn't goes ahead and does it uh he has to go fight Kuze again at the Dojima family office and everything mm-hmm. uh eventually uh patriarch Do- dojima comes out and is like yeah i guess like we can just kick you out whatever yeah, as long as you figure out who actually did this
0: get out of here yeah
1: also kuze you're going to chop chop your pinky off
0: yeah yikes yikes there you go yubi yubi
1: God. <laughs> uh Kiryu is now a civilian and everything.
0: Yeah, he is no longer part of the Yakuza.
1: It is true. Uh eventually after that, Kiryu is like just real down in the dumps. He is approached by a man who says he wants to help him. He takes him to his very nice penthouse and everything. He mm-hmm. introduces himself as Tetsu Tachibana. He is a real estate uh dude and he also wants to acquire the empty lot. Um
0: he can also do magic tricks where he, he makes do, the lights go off.
1: He can also do magic tricks like that. Uh, so he he knows of Kiryu and everything. And he's like, hey, would you come help me? Come work for me. And Kiryu's like, nah.
0: He also power plays Kiryu by, like, taking his clothes when he goes to take a shower. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, so I'm kind of naked.
1: <laughs> this is can weird. I,
0: can I have my clothes back, please?
1: Uh, after that, uh, Kiryu tries to do some investigating about Tachibana real estate. Uh they learn about one of Tachibana's uh, main dudes, uh, this guy named Jun Oda, who goes around and gets a bunch of the, the buildings and stuff for the, the company and everything. And it, Brad Pitt? they learn that, like, oh, a lot of people are saying that Tachibana Real Estate does things very, you know, not great. They're a mm-hmm. real shady organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, So Kiryu and Nishiki try to investigate that and everything. And then eventually Kiryu and Oda come face to face and everything. Uh, you have to fight him and everything. But then afterwards, Oda's like, oh, this was, this was just a test. Just a test to see how good you were. <laughs> and then Tachimana shows up and is like, hey, good job. Also, by the way, I'm working with Kazuma about all this. So maybe we should all work together. Kazuma's like thinking Patriarch Dojima is getting too powerful. So we got to make sure he, he doesn't get the empty lot. Wee how about you come join us now? And then Kiryu's like, I, I guess. All right.
0: I'm a real estate agent now.
1: Uh, so now we have Tachibata and Dojima trying to get the empty lot. The only problem is none of them know who the owner of the empty lot is. Mm-hmm. That leads us to the Majima side of the story. Yes. Where We head to Sotenbori. Majima is the manager of the Cabaret Grand, It is the big cabaret of Sotenbori. It is like the big nightclub of choice for all the high rollers and everything. And then you get to like this very elaborate cutscene where like this dude just like being a real jerk. And Majima just rolls in and basically...
0: Handles it like a freaking rock star.
1: Yeah, essentially. Like he handles it without really having to like fight him or anything. And then like makes the guy pay for everyone's drinks. It's just Mm -hmm. like this huge just like song and dance essentially. So, essentially, like it looks like he's, like, you know, having, like, just a grand old time, pun intended, but really, mm-hmm. he's not having a good old time.
0: <laughs> no, he feels like he's in prison.
1: He's essentially in Sotinbori because that is his is literal his literal prison. He has to stay there because of yep. things that happened three years ago where uh, him and his sworn brother, uh, Saishima, were going to assassinate this dude named Yoshiharu Ueno. Uh, Majima gets pulled from that, Sejima goes by himself, gets caught, murders a bunch of dudes, goes to the prison, Majima then gets, like, tortured and everything, loses his eye in, in that whole process, and then they basically fling him into Sotenbori to have him stay there until he can prove himself and get back, brought back into the Tojo clan.
0: Yeah, so he gets put in what he calls the whole, mm-hmm. um... And they, they rough him up really, like, the the fact that they actually showed him losing the eye, I was like, oh, yikes. Um, but he went through, like, what, a year of that? Yeah. And then they kind of give him a different type of prison instead of being in the hole. But he is still unhappy.
1: Yeah. So this is all done. Also,
0: that butthole is there. The guy, yeah.
1: his yes. boss. Uh, so this is all done by Majima's uh, original boss, uh, Futoshi Shimano. Um, and then once he is transferred to Sotenbori, he kind of becomes under uh, Shimano's uh, sworn brother, Tsukasa Sagawa, who is of the Omi Alliance. And he kind of just like watches over Kiri- or not Kiri- uh, Majima. He also is the owner of the Grand. And is basically like, yeah, you know, if anything, if you're doing anything wrong, I will find out about it and I will make sure, you know, if you're doing something bad, I will rough you up and make sure you realize your place in all this and everything. Mhm. <laughs> uh so <I'm> lost. <laughs> lost kitty alert.
0: He's so lost. <laughs> Poor buddy. He's literally right beside the couch. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry about weirdo. the distracting kitty yelling.
1: Uh So soon after all that, Saga was like, hey, you need to come up with a lot of money because I'm going to ship off your top girls elsewhere and, you know, you got to make this money and that's going to help you eventually get back into the the Yakuza and everything and all that. So like Majima has to go off and try and find a bunch of new girls. and He goes to like the Odyssey and everything and tries to figure out a way to rope in some of their girls and bring them over because he can make money that way and everything
0: sees mr libido for the first time mr libido
1: yes uh (laughs) then after that uh sagawa brings machima to like a a noodle stand they have a little meeting and he he gives machima an offer where he's like hey if you do this one thing i will call up shimano we'll get you back in the tojo clan we'll get you back in the yakuza the only thing you have to do you just have to kill someone was like, I haven't done that yet. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I can totally do it. Yep, totally.
0: I mean, I was going to with my brother, so... Yep. Sure, fine.
1: Murder. Uh, Sagawa tells him that the target is this pimp who's been, you know, operating very brazenly in Sagawa's territory, so they need to get rid of him and everything, and that the pimp's name is Makoto Makimura. Mm-hmm. So Majima has to figure out, okay, where is this Makimura character at? How do I get to them and everything? Um, so he eventually, like, goes around to various places to try and figure out what's the story and everything. He uh, up
0: with a lot of girls who are like, oh, yeah, he's super nice to me, and he's protected mm-hmm. me lots of times. And Majima's like, every time I'm the same guy.
1: Yeah, so he he quickly learns that, like, the this Makimura is, like... You know, someone who protects a bunch of uh, sex workers in the city and everything, make sure they're okay and everything. So like, it's very contradictory to the story, that saga tell- tells him and everything.
0: And he's looking for somebody with a bat tattoo. No. Yes. Not yet. Because the lady on the phone, when you're talking to him. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Okay, no. Do I get, you have tattoos? I get. And... You, I thought
1: you meant Majima was looking for someone with a bat tattoo. I'm like, nah, no, it's no, not. No, not no, yet. No, yes, no. no, no. is like... looking for someone with a bat tattoo. Yes. Yes.
0: Because, like, when you're on the phone with a girl, she's like, Do you have any tattoos? And he says, Yes. And mm-hmm. then she asks, "Like, Hey, what do you have?
1: Yeah. Uh, eventually, he's able to find out that, like, oh, Makimura is tied to this massage parlor. So you go there and you break in and try and figure out, okay, see if I can find anything in here. No one's here and everything. Um, but then one of uh, the assistants comes in and it's like trying to do everything normally, but Majima quickly realizes that this girl's blind and doesn't mm-hmm. see him, so he's just like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Eventually, she bumps into him, and she she starts to think that it's a thief, and he has to be like, no, 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 no I'm just I'm here to get a massage and everything is fine, yeah. I'm a customer! I'm a customer. So he, he gets one and everything, and then Majima uh,
0: also makes one of my favorite faces in the entire game in this scene because there's a part where this girl is walking past him and he's, like, against the wall with his mouth just, like, horrified open.
1: hmm And
0: it's hilarious.
1: Yeah. So he gets his massage and everything and then, like, the owner of the massage clinic comes back. Uh, and that's when he kind of realizes, oh, this is probably Makimura that I'm trying to find. Uh, they have, like, a stare down with each other and realize, oh, this is uh, not, this is kind of shady uh, the big guy sends the girl off to go get some some stuff from a shore a, a store a store nearby.
0: Mm-hmm. Worth mentioning that he comes in and Majima does not have his shirt on. uh yes. because he's getting massaged, so he sees his tattoos.
1: Also, sees like there's a knife in like the basket of his belongings. Yeah. So it's a very unlike ever It's very you know. Tense Everything's and everything. normal. Yeah. So once the girl leaves, they have a fight and everything.
0: Throws needles like the acupuncture needles at him. Yes. Like, Jesus Christ, that's terrifying.
1: And they both are like, "Well, wait. they're trying to like figure out what's going on with like each other, and like they're kind of unsure of it." And then some more dudes just like pop in, and the the big guys like, "Are these your guys?" And Majan's like, "No, I don't know who these guys are. Are these are your guys? guys?" Uh, The girl comes back in the midst of all this, mm-hmm. and the guys, the the other guys that are here now realize that something's amiss they try and take the girl this is when uh, the big guy says makoto and majima's like oh wait that's not you the big guy's not makoto the girl is
0: mm-hmm.
1: so basically the the these these new guys in here shoot uh, the big guy down majima goes after them and tries to take the girl back uh they have to they've you know, go through the city and everything, having to evade pursuers and everything, and then Majima basically takes her to a, like a warehouse type thing that he knows of.
0: Behind the Odyssey, right?
1: Yeah, and then like kind of keeps her there for the time being while he tries to figure out what's going on, also if he can figure out, if he can come to terms with killing her or not.
0: Yeah, he debates for a while while she's there and freaking out, like, can I do this? And he decides, no, I cannot, Um, because she is you know, rightfully panicking. She can't see, has no idea what's going on. She heard gunshots. She knows that the big guy's down. Mm -hmm. Big guy's been taking care of her. Like, things are bad.
1: Things are bad. Uh, After that, we go back to Kiryu. Where he's learning about how to be a real estate agent. Uh, Oda takes him to a meeting with a client and they have to go through the rig and and mortar of how to handle requests and everything, how to be a proper businessman. They get him like a new suit and everything.
0: And some business cards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has to learn how to present the business cards properly and where to sit.
1: Yep. Uh, they eventually have to go find like a squatter who's like trying to not vacate because he wants money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kiryu beats up some dudes who <laughs> were, were working with the squatters, and the squatter's like, I'm out of here. I gotta go. Sorry. Uh, Eventually, Oda wants to go celebrate with Kiryu, and he tells him to go meet him at this bar called Serena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiryu goes up there first, and he finds Nishiki there, and he's like, oh, I didn't realize you were he- I didn't know you would be here. Uh, he learns that Nishiki's like a regular of the place, uh, he meets the owner, Reina, they're having a nice, fun time doing karaoke and drinking, and then Oda arrives, and he's just got beat the crap out of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, Reina's also very, very 80s, very, yes very 80s get like the power suit on and everything Mm -hmm. she is ready and then beating up
1: so oda like just like walks in the door and collapses and then awano and his gang show up and are like hey kiryu stop messing with us you know you were just in the family now you're not if you mess with us we're going to beat you up and everything so they have to take things outside uh kiryu beats up awano's dudes and then almost so like, hey, dudes. stop messing with our mess, bleh, messing with us. We will kill you if you don't. Also, if you wanna, you know, not be messed with, give us Tachibana. Yep. And we'll leave you alone. And Kiryu's like, no. Nah, nah <laughs> I don't No deal. Wanna. No wanna
0: <laughs> Imagine Kiryu doing that. It's really funny. <laughs> uh
1: after that, Kiryu meets up with Tachibana, they go to the empty lot and in kind of tells kiryu about like oh everything it's like hey this is the place and everything also i have i think we found the identity of the owner we've got to figure out if that's true or not so we we might be close to having the empty lot yay yay uh after that kiryu gets beat up or gets attacked again he has to fight his way through the streets uh, this lady comes out of, like, a store and is like, hey, I'll help you. Go, go through the sewers and everything.
0: Is this when his apartment was burned down? Uh, might be. Because they're all trying to kill him. And so they're, like, trying to, like, give him no choice of where he can go. And so he goes to hide in the the sewers, right?
1: Uh... No, it's later. His his apartment gets burned. Oh, okay. This is just him being hunted, essentially.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, but yeah, this lady's like, hey, go to the sewers and everything. And he's like, cool, thanks for helping me. And she's like, yeah, come back and see me and I'll, you know, give me money. You're kind of high. Sure, but it's a trap.
0: What?
1: Uh, he goes down the sewer and eventually he finds Kuze on a motorcycle with a giant pipe. <laughs> and Kira's like, oh, God. So they have a fight in the sewer and you have to beat him up in the sewer and it's real good. It's real fun.
0: It is wild, like, the motorcycle and pipe and poop, it's just, there's a lot happening here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot happening here.
1: So after you beat up Kuze, you eventually find the exit of the sewer, which is a disco that Almano's in, just dancing with a lady, and I was yep. like, hey, I'm having the fun here, I'm dancing, yay, I'm surprised you're alive, whoa. Are you going to turn over Tachibana? Yay! Kiryu's like, no. And I was like, well, if you don't, that's going to be real bad, because we're going to murder you like I'm going to murder this lady. Bang! And he shoots the lady he was dancing with.
0: Yeah, just straight up murders her, and, like, she wasn't doing anything wrong. She was just existing. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. He also tells uh, Kiryu, like, oh, we got a bunch of dudes just waiting out front for you. They're going to light you up as soon as you walk out the door. And Kiryu's like, all right, bet. <laughs> and Kiryu just leaves and, like, no one's out there. And i was like, dang, I thought he would, I thought that bluff would work. Uh, is like, still trying to find a place to go. He runs into Nishiki, who's in a car. And Nishiki's like, hey, come on, let's get out of here. So they uh, they drive out of Kamurocho to, like, this, like, abandoned little area. Um...
0: Nishiki's like, I don't know where this is. I just kind of drove on instinct.
1: Yep. They're just having a little chat outside of the car after they park it. And then Nishiki pulls a gun on Kiryu. He's like, I gotta do it. If not, they're going to kill you and do something real bad. I can't let them do that to you. He's just like
0: sobbing.
1: Yes. It's very emotional.
0: Yes. It It was a rough scene to get through.
1: And Kiryu's like, yeah, you're right. You should just shoot me right now. Use me to gain power and make your way up the Tojo clan. Uh, Nishiki is, is unable to do so. He she he like he fires a shot, but it like it goes past Kiryu, and Kiryu's like, Alright, well the best thing for you to do is just forget about me. Let's not be brothers anymore. Also I'm just gonna steal your car. <laughs>
0: yeah, he just steals his car and leaves him there.
1: <laughs> it's very casually. You know, as you do. Uh, after that we go back to Majima where he is still in this club warehouse with Makoto. He's trying to find answers. So he goes and finds a Chinese doctor who is taking care of Lee, who is the big guy, the owner of the massage parlor, who is acting as Makoto to try and l- lure off any weird people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's his plan and everything to try and just figure out what's going on. Why are the people after Makoto and everything? Why is, why is, Majima's bosses want her dead Why do all the other people want to capture her and everything He's got to figure it out He gets some food And brings it back to her Some takoyaki
0: There's a moment I don't remember exactly what it is But um, he's like trying to tell her what he looks like mm-hmm. And he says So they like You know I've got a real handsome face Except for like i got an eye that's destroyed <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like you know Sure
1: but I think it's like this it's this part where like they they just talk about you know their lives and everything Mm -hmm. what they're doing and all that sort of stuff this is where you learn about Makoto's backstory where she was born in China but she's like from Chinese and Japanese parents Uh, she came to Japan later in life to find her brother who had left China years prior and everything Um, and like basically was going around trying to find Trying to find him and everything, and that's kind of how things go bad for her. Um, eventually, she kind of goes into like why she's blind. She t- tells him that it's not physiological, but like psychological trauma that's caused her blindness. But she doesn't go into it in- any further at this point in time. After that, Majima kind of just goes back to work because he's kind of got to do that. Yeah. Uh, he-, he keeps going back to the warehouse and everything. Um, I, w- I think at one point as well, he eventually finds Lee. And they have, like, this meeting of, like, okay, we're going to f- come up with this plan to make sure she gets out of here. And everyone will be off our back and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee's plan is he's found this woman who looks basically identical to Makoto. Her If she goes missing, no one would care. She's kind of just, like, a crappy person. So he's like, we'll, we'll just kill her. We'll put Makoto's clothes on her, like, the massage uniform on her. Ditch the body in the river. And then everyone will be like, oh, she's dead. Well, there you go. Can't do anything about that now.
0: So that would get Majima off the hook of having to murder somebody. and mm-hmm. Well, not murder somebody, but murder Makino. And um, would get her off the hook so that she could get out safely.
1: Yeah. Majima is like, this is a stupid idea. You're not going to fool people like this. Even if you like rough up her face enough to, to try and pass it off as like, oh, this is it. Like you're not gonna do this. This is completely dumb. Mm-hmm. Um. After that, Lee tells Majima about what exactly happened to Makado, because then he like he drugs her or like to he, knock he her out.
0: Drugs her water or her tea or whatever. Yeah. So, so that she, she passes falls out, asleep.
1: so they can talk about this play and everything. Um. He tells Majima about what caused her blindness, which is like she had come to Sotenbori to find her brother and everything. Um. She was going around talking to people and just trying to be like, oh, have you seen this person and everything. Eventually, she was captured by a dude with a bat tattoo on his arm and basically yes. sold into sex slavery. Yes. Um,
0: so, Lee is like tasked at one point with like breaking into there, and he says that he came into like a bunch of half naked women and that they all basically ran off when he got there, mm-hmm. but that this one couldn't. And so, he's basically just like became her guardian.
1: Uh, also, Lee's like a former member like, the, of the Triad, so...
0: Yeah, he's he's like a beefy dude that you don't want to mess with. Yes. <laughs>
1: so he tells them everything, all that, and then they still have this disagreement about what to do. And they have a fight about it. Majima is, ends up winning. He takes the uniform away and is like, don't do this idea. It's stupid. Just don't do it. Majima takes it to like a nearby park, dumps it into a trash can, but some mysterious guy picks up the... The bag. Bag. And leaves. And then the next morning, Majima and Lee meet up again. They see a news report that's like, oh, a body was found in the river wearing this uniform. And Lee's like, oh, you did it. I guess you changed your mind and everything. And Majima's like, I didn't know. That wasn't me. I didn't (laughs) do that. Uh, After that, he gets a phone call from some dude who's like, hey, I I did your plan for you. Why don't you uh, come meet me at the Grand and give me a thank you for what you did. So, Majima goes to the Grand, he finds the place completely empty, um, and there's just one dude in there, who's with like a bunch of ladies and-
0: Being handsy!
1: Having- just touching a boob and having them feel up his junk and everything.
0: Yeah, it's gross. And Majima comes in he's like, no touching the girls!
1: No. Zero touching. No touching.
0: No- no touchy. Uh,
1: we find out this guy is, uh, Nishitani, he's the patriarch of the Kijin clan, is a subsidiary of the Omi Alliance. Um He's crazy. Yes. Nishitani tells Majima that it was like his dudes who were trying to kidnap uh Makoto, And like they have they are being told by his bosses that like this is they gotta grab the girl and everything because why? I don't know. We just gotta
0: She's worth a lot.
1: She's worth a lot He's of a- money. So he wants Majima to hand hand over the girl, and Majima's like, no. Uh Majima he also wants to fight Majima, and Majima's like, no. So <laughs> Nishitani's like, Calls the cops on himself saying he's robbing the grand. And Majima's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, well, now you have to fight me because I'm a robber.
0: <laughs> I'm not a customer anymore.
1: So he fights him and beats him up. And then the cops come and take him away. And Majima's just like, what is happening?
0: And that dude's basically like, I have a giant crush on you now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. So after that, Majima goes back to like the employee, pl- employee part of the-, the grand. And Saga was there. And was like, hey, why didn't you call me and tell me you did the job? Also, why was that guy here?
0: (laughs) What was that about? What
1: was all that about? Majima's like, uh, you know, I I was in state of shock. I couldn't call you. I was going to... First time I ever
0: killed anybody. First
1: time I ever killed someone. I was literally coming up here to call you right now. And then Majima's like, realizes like, Saga kind of feels like it's the truth, but doesn't... He's still a little weary about it. So he's like, "This is not gonna last. This is only yep. gonna stay for a while." I uh, Majima goes back to the warehouse and he tells uh, Lee and Makoto about what happened, and they're like, "He's like, hey, you got to get out of town now. You have to leave." Uh they go back to the the massage parlor and like try and sneak in and everything. They're gonna get into a van that Lee has for the the massage parlor and get out of there. But as soon as Lee gets in to start it up, it explodes. Yep. Um
0: kaboom.
1: I think like also Makaro
0: and uh Majima back pretty yeah, far.
1: I think also like before this, like just a bunch of dudes show up that into the the warehouse. It's yeah. Like a bunch of homeless dudes and it's all people who have been watching Majima. So mm-hmm. it's Sagawa's men. So he Majima's like realizes, Oh, we are we're the jig is up.
0: Also, the Chinese doctor sold him out and got a crowbar to the chest.
1: Yes, the Chinese doctor sold him out and got a crowbar to the chest. It was very bad. So yeah, Horrifying. Uh, car bomb goes off. Majima and Makoto are getting knocked back. Makoto gets knocked out in the explosion. Majima like, is kind of into like it.
0: A- halfway there. Yeah,
1: and Sagawa is walking up to them, and he's, he's like, oh, I didn't want to, to kill you, but I'm going to have to do this now. It's a real shame. And then... Sagawa just gets shot by just some random dude in a white suit. Yep. And takes him down. Majima's like, who the heck is this guy? He gets the butt of a butt of a pistol knocked into his skull and then this dude just takes Makoto away.
0: And then we're Kiryu again.
1: And then we're Kiryu again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kiryu is still trying to lay low after the Dojima family still wants to Find him and murder him. This is where his apartment gets burned down. He's like, uh, crap, oh crap, okay. gotta go.
0: My apartment.
1: Yeah. He's like, kind of just like walking through the streets. He eventually runs into Reina who's like, hey, why don't you come stay at Serena for a little bit? That would be fine. Uh, But the Dojima family also knows that that's Nishiki's favorite bar, so they have been keeping an eye out on it, so they know he's there. And Kira's like, well, thanks for letting me stay here. Gotta go.
0: Goodbye.
1: Uh, He eventually flees out to the street and then he finds Kuze, Awano, and Shibasaba who are also all there waiting on him. And uh, you get to fight Kuze again. Yep. So he beat Kuze, Awano pulls a gun on Kiryu. He's like, I'm gonna kill you now. And then Tachibana drives down the street in a Ferrari and just like runs people over and is like, get in the car Kiryu!
0: I forget which dude he actually just like straight up hits and rolls them over the car. One of them, and then he runs into a pole, and yeah, um, Kiryu gets in, and I was like, you know, it's it's a good thing Kiryu like realized that he had to get on a certain side of the car because like this is not a Japanese car, yeah. Um, but yeah, we speed off, and um, I love that like we get a line with Tachi body He's like, yeah, I don't really drive that much, so that was stressful.
1: It was very stressful. Yeah, they 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 take. Uh... They take shelter for a bit in an underground parking lot where they wait for Oda to get them in a, like a different car Touch and everything. Sweaty. Yeah, Tachibana is like, oh, I'm real... it's real nice of you to risk your life for people. It's real cool. I've never been able to do that. Here comes Oda in a van. Oh, I'm gonna take a nap for a bit and like just passes out. And Oda's like, oh crap, we gotta go. Uh, Tachibana needs some. It's got some health issues. We need to get him to a, like a safe place immediately or he's going to die. So they uh, they do that.
0: Explain the sweatiness.
1: Explain the sweatiness. I
0: mean, he might have also just been nervous because he was driving in a very intense situation. But like also, I think the sweatiness was because he was sick.
1: Yes. Uh, eventually, we f- we find ourselves in Little Asia. It is Little a Asia. very tightly packed in part of Camarocho where like a bunch of uh, Chinese folks live. Where Immigrants.
0: Yeah. It makes me were- so uncomfortable how tight it is.
1: I think they were former, like, Chinese mafia folks who eventually got crushed by the Tojo clan, so they kind of just, like, fled into, like, this very small part of Kamurocho. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is so so cramped.
1: Yeah. Tachimana gets taken to a hospital in there, and they're giving him dialysis and everything. Uh, Oda tells them that, like, yeah, we kind of, like, help give these folks money, so they'll give us kind of, like, a place to go if things go bad and everything. And... Oda takes Kiryu to like the the leader or the elder of this area, and he's like, "Hey, maybe he can let you stay here and hide out for a while." And was like, "LOL, no." And I was like, "No, no, I don't like. A, I don't like the Yakuza. I don't like the Dojima family either. And if they come here, they're gonna completely destroy us. So, like, hit the bricks, kid.
0: Get out."
1: So Kiryu has no other place to go. He eventually finds himself in West Park and takes shelter with homeless people. <laughs> So that's where he stays for a little bit. Uh, Oda Save comes... some up...
0: homeless guys from being baseball batted.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oda comes by and picks up Kira the next day, and they, they go back to meet up with Tachibana, who's magically fine now. Uh,
0: dialysis helps.
1: Yeah. So they do that, and then they are like, all right, we're going to go to a meeting we have arranged at the Tojo Clan headquarters with the acting yep. second chairman of the Tojo Clan, Takashi Nihara... Yep. and Tachibana and Oda and Kiryu roll in and everything, Tachibana's like hey I'll give you a billion yen if you tell the Dojima family to lay off Kiryu, and this guy's like that's a lot of money that's real weird, why would we spare this dude, this one guy's life for all that money like what's the what's the dealio it's real strange
0: Kiryu are you worth this much money <laughs>
1: Here's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh Tachimani kind of just explains, like, oh, you know, we need him to work with us and everything. We are trying to stop Dojima from becoming really powerful, and if Dojima comes real powerful, he's going to take over the Tojo clan, and that's probably not what you want. So, you know, if you help us, we'll help you in a in a roundabout way and everything. So might be a good idea to do so. Uh eventually Nihara agrees to agrees to all this kind of like at the end is like you know hey i know i know Cosma and everything are you going to be as good of a person as he is and kira's like <laughs> i don't know hopefully so they they leave the the meeting and then just a bunch of tojo clan dudes show up and <laughs> they're like Wait, didn't we just get a pardon for all this? And they're like, "Well, I guess because we have to, we have to fight our way out of this, or else it's not really going to be worthwhile." So he's yeah, he, beat up a he bunch. They said of that people. they
0: expected this, like if the negotiations had gone bad, but yeah. it happened also when they went well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you have to fight your way out.
1: Fight your way out and everything, but you're eventually able to to get free. Uh, you head back to little Asia, Tachibana talks to Kiryu and Oda again, he has confirmed the identity and the location of the empty lot's owner, telling Mm -hmm. them that they need to go to Sotenbori to figure out, to find the the owner of the empty lot.
0: Which, by the way, I called this.
1: Yes. Uh, He also tells them that uh, Shibisawa is sending men to Sotenbori as well and he kind of fears that they know as well who the empty lot owner is. Uh, they eventually head off to Sotenbori, and eventually Tachibana tells Kiryu that the owner of the empty lot is one Makoto Makimura. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> I think I screeched at the TV when that came out because I was like, I called it! I called it! Mm-hmm. When they said that she was like, do you know how much the money this girl is worth? I was like, it's you. <laughs> You're the one who has the empty lot.
1: Also, when we saw tachibana on dialysis he has uh-huh. a bat tattoo he has
0: a bat tattoo
1: suspicious mm-hmm. uh we head back over to majima's side of the story at this point uh sago has taken him captive and is just beating the crap out of him with a baseball bat yeah because he betrayed him and everything and he's like who's the guy in the white suit and Ma- Ma- majima's like i don't know
0: i, I don't legitimately know. have no idea <laughs>
1: He eventually lets Majima go and is like, hey, we're going to work together now to find the girl and kill her. And also find who this white suit man is and rough him up, too.
0: I gotta keep an eye on mm-hmm. you.
1: Uh, Majima eventually kind of realized, like, okay, I need to find Nishitani to figure out why he was going after the, the girl and everything. What information he has... And in order to do that, I need to go to jail (laughs) (laughs) to do that. He eventually runs into a a detective whose name is Billykin, who can get him into jail. He's a corrupt cop who's also Nishitani's uncle. Um, Is he his
0: actual uncle, or is he like the guy who raised him?
1: Something like that.
0: Because there's the whole story about, like, oh, hey, my daughter got murdered, and then this kid who was in high school murdered the guy who did it and i kind of let him go pretty basically with nothing uh also i raised him also it's that guy
1: (laughs) yeah uh so eventually majima is able to convince billy ken to help him and they go on this boat and then eventually the boat stops and it becomes an elevator and you have to go fight three fights in an underground fighting arena to to get Ken's approval to send that you to jail, it blew
0: my mind. It's very cool.
1: Uh, eventually, you go to the jail where Nishitani is, and he's like, he just kind of runs the place. He just kind of comes there if anything bad happens, and he needs to like chill out for a little bit, lay low
0: for a bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just his little safe house and everything. Um, you eventually fight him again, and then Nishitani tells you what you need to know. He tells you uh, the Nishitani and the man in the white suit are not working together. But he knows who the man in the white suit is, and that is Masarosara, the patriarch of the Nikkyo Consortium, which is, like, this very secret organization in the Tojo clan that kind of, like, does all the dirty, dirty work that they need done. Like, the real, real dirty work.
0: Yeah, they're, like, the CIA of the Tojo clan. (laughs)
1: Yeah, essentially. Um, Nishitani also tells Majima he had no real, like, personal thing in the capturing of Makoto, and that he was only doing it because uh, Shibusawa paid him to do it. Uh, Nishinai also offers Majima a position in the, his family. He's like, hey, why don't you come for me? I like you. I like fighting you. got a you. big old crush on you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Majima refuses because he is... He wants to go back to the Tojo clan, and also he has a, you know... He wants to see things through with his sworn brother as well. Uh... They eventually go out of the of the jail cell because they've done their stuff, and then also they're like, "Oh, things are everything's quiet around here. This is weird."
0: I love that they just walk straight out, like, "Yeah." It was never a a locked cell to begin with.
1: No, hilarious. They, so they go to leave, and then Billykin shows up, and he's been shot, and Nishitani's like, "What is happening?" And then like the guard who was there was like, "Uh, they 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 I I had to do it. They they paid me a lot more money, and they start shooting uh, Nishitani, and Nishitani just like." gets shot a bunch of times, and then just, like, wheels his way over to the guard to kill him.
0: He basically, like, human shields in front of Majima. Yes. Yeah, he gets shot a lot, and he's like, you done messed up, buddy. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh. So after that, Majima tries to go find Sarah by himself, because he doesn't want Sagawa to know anything about it, because if Sagawa finds out, he'll try and kill her, and he doesn't want that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually Sagawa finds out that Majima wants to leave Sotenbori and is like, all right, well, I, f- I figure if you're trying to leave, you have information, so we're going to go together.
0: Where are you going, buddy?
1: Yep. So they eventually go down to, like, this uh, other part of Osaka. It's called, like, Camellia Grove. That's where the Nikio Consortium is using it as their base. They fight through all that area. Eventually, you make your way up to the top of the, the brothel, and that's where Sarah is. And
0: The creepy mask guys.
1: Creepy mask guys are all there. hate them. Sarah tells him that Makoto's not here. So, can't really do anything about that. You fight him as Majima, um, and you're able to beat him and everything. Uh, Sarah tells, uh, Majima about the empty lot, and, like, that's why everyone kind of, like, wants Makoto and everything. Um, he, and that she's also now in the custody of a Tachibana real estate employee, who he's been working with. Uh, he's about to offer, like, the business card of this dude that he just gave Makoto to to Majima when Sagawa shows up behind and shoots him. And yep. Sagawa's like, oh, good job, Majima, you distracted it. Well, I can do the job and everything. Good going. Um, Sagawa picks up the business card and looks at it and is like, "Well, I guess this is who we got to go find now. He hands the business card to Majima and he reads the business card, which says this is the business card of Tachibana real estate employee. Kazuma Kiryu.
0: Yep. Dun dun dun.
1: So then we go back to Kiryu. Uh, so Kiryu and Oda are in Sotenbori. They're going to find. Makoto and everything. Uh, they've. Have this whole meeting planned out. Where they're going to go meet Sarah at his base and everything. They're going to do the exchange. And then they're going to get Makoto out and. Bring her back to Komarocho.
0: so that they can do the, the empty lot um, sale. Yes. Type thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sarah talks to Kiryu and tells him that he's also a friend of Kazuma. He is trying to do everything to prevent Dojima from becoming the next chairman. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiryu is very nice to Makoto. is like, oh, "All right, I will help you. I will escort you. Escort you very nicely." <laughs> um, he eventually leaves her out where Oda's waiting with a taxi and she hears Oda's voice and is eventually, like, she stops in her tracks and is, like, very, like, suspicious. She basically, suspicious. like,
0: panics a bit. Yes.
1: And Kiryu kind of notices, like, is everything okay? And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. Gotta go. So they all get into a taxi and try and drive to Kamurocho, but are eventually ambushed by Shibasawa and his folks. So you get a weird section where you were shooting out of a vehicle as Kiryu and just blowing cars up and motorcycles and everything and trying to stop and helicopters. Yeah, and trying and to stop rockets from being shot at you and everything.
0: Kiryu never killed a man in his life.
1: Never. It's a whole thing.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Uh eventually you're able to take you down went enough
0: about, like a construction site.
1: Yeah, you take down enough of the dudes and pull off at a construction site. Because also the, the driver <laughs> of the taxi got murdered immediately. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, so you they, gotta put his body in the trunk.
1: They just dump his body in the back of the trunk and like, well, we'll just deal with this later.
0: Which I feel so bad, because like his family is gonna be so confused as to what happened to this guy. Because he was like, in a taxi doing his job, and now he's in the trunk and then things happen and... They're not gonna know what happened.
1: Mm-hmm. So they go off on this construction site and try to just hide out for a little bit while... ...try hopefully Shiba men won't find them here or anything. Uh, Oda goes around to look to take a look around and see what's all here. And while he's away, Makoto tells Kiryu, "Like, I know, I know that guy that you're with. I know his voice. I've met him before." And she tells Kiryu that he's the guy who kidnapped her originally and sold her into human trafficking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Kiryu's like, "Oh, what?" The f-? Oda, by the way, just didn't leave, and like, he's like, "Oh, you know, this is real bad. Let me pull a gun on both of you." Takes,
0: like yeah, my plan was to kill you guys anyway.
1: Takes Makoto hostage, um, and then talks about how like he sold Makoto before he met Tachibana, and then Tachibana eventually comes over to Osaka. He fights him and makes him like be the leader of his gang and everything. And they're both like sitting in one of their apartments and everything and watching the TV of like the show of like Chinese immigrants coming to Japan to find family and everything, and. Tachibana sees on the TV his mom and sister and Ryo's like oh my god that's my mom and sister and Oda looks at the screen and sees the girl and he's like oh crap that's the girl I sold to slavery yep he's like uh oh
0: he can't ever find out
1: yeah so he's like I'm gonna kill kill the girl so, he'll, so Tachibana will never find out about what I did also uh, Oda tells Kiryu that he's also made a deal with Shibasawa and he's going to to give Makoto to them. And basically it's an exchange so that Tachibana won't get hurt or Oda won't get hurt, but Kiryu will probably get messed up. Uh, before Oda I can, think
0: he intended for him to die.
1: Yeah. Before Oda can do anything though, Maki, or Makoto takes out like this hidden blade in her walking cane that she has and just stabs him in the leg.
0: He's like, yeah, Sarah gave that to me. Thought it might come in handy. Yep.
1: Kiryu goes after him and takes the gun away and they flee. they flee. they flee uh at the same time Shibasawa's men come up and uh start ram the construction site. so the Kiryu and Makoto have to fight through some dudes well, we did get
0: some like Oda words before that happens because he's like yeah I'm not gonna make it um so I'm gonna kind of like hang out here do mm-hmm. some things I think this is where he says like hey tell Tachibata that I love him or something like that yeah
1: also, don't and tell Tachibana the truth about what happened.
0: Yeah, don't do that. That's bad. Also, yeah. I have a bat tattoo. Woo. Woo. Um, so, yeah. Kiryu leaves the gun with him and is like, hey, you'll do great, buddy. Uh, so, yeah. Then we're fighting our way out.
1: Then Kiryu and Makoto are able to fight their way out, kind of escape, capture, and everything. Uh, but Shibasawa and his dudes find uh, Oda and everything, they beat him up. And then Chibisawa eventually just murders him for not giving them Makoto and Kiryu.
0: Straight up dead.
1: Uh, By Brad Pitt. So you're able to get back to Kamurocho as Kiryu. Kiryu leaves Makoto in the homeless park in West Park. And then he gets in contact with Tachibana. He finds him in a Little Asia, but then the place gets swarmed again by Chibisawa's guys. Because they found uh, the hideout from Oda. And you have to basically fight fight through some dudes. And then there's like an assassin comes in and shoots Kiryu a few times. And the assassin's like, hey, I need, I'm, I'm only here for Tachibana. I don't care about this other guy. So Tachibana's like, hey, I'll go with you. Just leave the other guy. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I, that guy is not a, even in part of my contract. So I don't nope. care about him. So if you're leaving, fine. Cool. I'll just take you. Uh, Kiryu wakes back up in the clinic. He's being, he's like uh, the elders there. And the other his pants are
0: like, magically not bloody or shot. Yeah, it's very nice. Same with his jacket when he gets that back. But for now, he's shirtless.
1: <laughs> uh, the elder tells Kiryu about who the assassin is. He's like, he's like, yeah, this is a huge, like, infamous Chinese assassin. Like, if he's being hired, like, bad things are going to happen. You need to go find Tachibana and rescue him. Uh, Kiryu goes. Is like, all right, I'm gonna go do that. He leaves and then gets spotted by more men. And then Nishiki's also there. And then the Shibasawa dudes are, like, trying to get Nishiki to prove that he's still loyal to the family by murdering Kiryu, but he refuses. And they pull their shirts off they and pull their tattoos shirts off. and Woo. fight together.
0: They only have the outlines, though, because they're babies. Yeah, it's
1: true. They're very young. Uh, so they're able to fight through these guys, and then Kiryu's like, hey, here's what's happened. The last, like, couple of days, we got to find Tachibana, and we've got to find him quick. Um. They're able to get, like, uh, a a location of where potentially Tachibana is and everything. He's in this, like, nearby abandoned shop building or whatever. Kuze is, like, trying to get the information of where, Mach- uh, where Makoto is. Um. So while that's happening, like, uh, one of Kuze's lieutenants is trying to do so by, like, literally, like, breaking his toes.
0: Yeah, he sledgehammers his toes.
1: Sledgehammers his toes, and Tachibana's like, "Yeah, I'm still not gonna tell you everything. That's that's not cool." Uh, Tachibana keeps like this taunting him by like laughing at him when this dude gets berated by Kuze. So the dude just literally takes a sledgehammer and just swings the sledgehammer as hard as he can into Tachibana's skull.
0: Yeah, he hits him in the temple.
1: Bonk, and then Kuze's like, "You dumb idiot." And just like beats the crap out of this dude for doing that. And then Kiryu and Nishiki show up. And they see Tachibana in just a rough state. And Kuze's like, oh yeah, I guess that that happened. And then Kiryu just walks up and just punches the heck out of Kuze. Yep. Uh, That starts a a boss fight where you have to beat him up. And you eventually are able to kind of get Tachibana out of there. And then Kuze's like, that kid's becoming a real Yakuza.
0: Then we're in the empty lot.
1: So you're in the empty lot, because that's basically where the building is. Uh, and Kiryu's like, Nishiki, you need to go go to West Park, bring Makoto here now. Tachibana is not going to make it. Um, Tachibana, like, wakes up a little bit and tells Kiryu that uh, Lao Gui, the assassin, is being controlled by Dojima. It was Dojima who framed Kiryu for the murder of the Envy lot. Um, also... I think Kuze tells you that, like, hey, there's a traitor in the Tojo clan trying to sell the empty lot to the Omi Alliance. Yep. <laughs> it's all sorts of stuff is happening. Um, bad things are happening. Yes. Uh, So they take the body. They're, they're outside with the body. Eventually, Nishiki comes back with Makoto. Uh, but, but he's dead already. But he's dead already. And Makoto is, it, it realizes, like, oh, this is my brother. He's dead. Crap. Yeah. Uh, then we switch back to Majima as they are in Kamurocho now to find Makoto. Um Saga tells Majima that Shimano is trying to sell the empty lot to the Omi Alliance for 10 billion yen, which would get them get them into Kamurocho, and that would give them a better way to take over the Tojo Clan if need be. They eventually go and meet up with Shimano himself, and he's like yeah, the reason I gave you this this order to kill the girls because I knew you wouldn't do it, Majima. Everything's going according to plan. And, like, Majima and Saga are both like, huh? What? What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, well, I knew you wouldn't kill her because you would be like, oh, this is real messed up. So, basically, she would become to trust you because you saved her life and everything. And we're going to use that trust she has in you now in order to basically have her sign over the empty lot to me. Yay! And also, if you do that, I'll get you back in the family. No no harm, no foul. And you don't even have to kill her. It's cool. And then Majima's like, huh? And Saga was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? So Majima goes around and is, like, very sad. Yeah. Because he's like, I can't believe I was manipulated. This is real messed up. Why would I let myself be in this situation? Ah!
0: Um, I think this is also um, a part where, because of all of that and because of things that are said, Majima kind of realizes, like, oh, I, I might kind of have feelings for this girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoops.
1: So Majima comes up with the idea that, like, the way to make sure all the stops is to stop the Dojima family from finding her. Yep. So he goes to the Cosma office. He confronts uh, Kashiwagi and is like, hey, where's, where's Kiryu? Where's the girl? Kashiwagi doesn't give them up he's like all right let's go fight fight and on the roof majima just beats the crap out of him yep uh one of the the just Kazuma family dudes is like don't kill him please and majima's like where is kiryu where's just find me someone that can find me kiryu and he's like go to go to serena you maybe nishiki's there so majima goes to the goes to, goes up to serena he kind of just like take, takes a seat there and he like asks reina like oh is uh
0: a guy named Nishiki?
1: Yeah, theres a guy named Nishiki there? And Nishiki, like, slowly turns around, like, oh, hmm, who are you? Hmm.
0: I do like that, um, when the, like, underling at the the one office, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's Troy Serena? Uh, Majima looks at him, was like, alright, I want to try that, but if it, if this, it doesn't work out, I'm coming back, I'm gonna kill you.
1: Yep. He's like, dang, dude. So Nishiki, um, yeah. yeah, Nishiki's there, he's like, oh, what if I'm Nishiki? And Majma's like, kid, you don't want to try this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to try this. It's like Nishki, like so Nishki thinks he's like one of like Shibisawa's guys trying to find the girl and everything. He doesn't really. He doesn't know who Majima is. Um. Right. So he tries to pull a gun on Majima. Majima just immediately like, just like flings it away. He's like, kid, you are way in over your head. Yep. And then Majima just beats the crap out of him. <laughs>
0: um. He does say, like, I think it's after he beats him, like, hey, I'm trying to protect her. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, Raida tries to, like, bust you over the head with a bottle. Yeah. (laughs) And I I did like that she also tried to throw a healing item, but you intercepted it. It's
1: pretty good. (laughs) Uh, good. So, yeah, you beat up Nishiki, and he's like, yeah, and Kira, we we have no idea where Makoto is. She left. She's just roaming the streets. We don't know where she is. Um... And yeah, that's basically where he, like he like, are you trying to protect her or anything? And that's where he kind of learns that like Majima is not a foe, but more of an ally in this situation. Um, she basically left after they found or when Tachibana dies, she, she kind of like freaks out and they lose track of her. Essentially, that's what happens. Um, so Majima kind of like is trying to figure out what to do. He goes to the empty lot for whatever reason to see if he can figure out something to do here, and then he sees Makado on top of like a roof overlooking the empty lot mm-hmm. and then he climbs like, oh no he climbs up to try and like stop her from doing anything and also realizes like she's starting to get her eyesight back yep but not like really really eyesight it's just kind of like she can see a very little bit like, she can see, see like, the the shapes outlines. and like a little bit of light yeah so magado tells majima like hey my my brother died
0: my brother died and
1: like my vision started to come back it's real weird um, but also, I'm gonna go get revenge on on the Dojima family.
0: Can I hire you to kill all these people? Go kill
1: those people for me. And Majima's like, you don't want to do this. This is not who you are. Like, you do not want to go down that road. Um. So he's still trying, like, trying to, like, talk her out of it, but she's, like, very, like, no, I'm going to do this. So he's like, hey, what if we, uh, what if we go get some food? Just just to try and calm down and everything. And she's like, are you trying to get me out of doing this? And he's like, no
0: no <laughs> maybe if you, if you decide that you want to go through with it you know you can leave it's mm-hmm. fine so he go, let's go get some takoyaki
1: so he like he helps her kind of navigate through town a little bit and they go get takoyaki they eat it on a bench in one of the parks um and she's still very adamant he's like all right she's like oh can you get me some more food like i just i just want another serving of takoyaki and he's like all right but just stay here don't go anywhere it's a bad mistake
0: I do think that it's cute, though, because the, the stand owner is, um, like, watching over them as he's, like, getting her the food when they're together. And she's like, he's a keeper. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, so That was really cute. Um, also, I realize that we've neglected to talk about the watch at all.
1: We'll talk about the watch.
0: He has the watch, right?
1: Uh, he gets the watch like early on, I think.
0: Yeah, it's in the warehouse when he gets mm-hmm. it because she said she's like, "Oh man, this is silly." You know, I used to really like this watch, and it used to play music, and now it's just dumb. burr
1: It like it reminds me of my brother. I think is the thing about yeah. it.
0: So he 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 ends up pocketing it at one point. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, becomes relevant later. Not relevant at the moment, but <laughs> I realize that things are going to be a little confusing at the end if I, we don't I mean, bring it up.
1: That's what explanations are for.
0: Yep um but yes so uh he's a keeper gonna get takoyaki all right i want another serving oh no she's gone
1: oh what a shocker
0: here's a homeless guy the homeless guy says hey you're bajima right well you're the guy with the eye patch right like <laughs> give me that here, takoyaki <laughs> give me the takoyaki and i'll give you information he's like what
1: <laughs> so yeah like uh Makoto told this homeless man to find Majima. He'll give him food and also to give him a message and that she's basically... She's, she's got to do what she's got to do. Yeah. So Majima is like... He ah. eventually kind of figures out like, oh, she's gone to find Shibasawa to turn herself into Dojima and get her revenge. So Majima runs after her essentially and figures out where the meeting is. But before that, we see... Uh, Dojima, his three lieutenants with Lao Gui. Um, he congratulates uh, Shibasawa on getting the the owner of the Empty Lot. He's going to be the new family captain, and everything. So everyone's got to be very you know happy for him. Yay! Uh, then eventually we see the meeting with uh Dojima and Makito, who Makito is like, I'll give you the Empty Lot. I don't want anything for it. The only thing I want, you murder all three of your lieutenants right here, right now.
0: You line up their heads in front yeah. of me, and both of us were like the balls on this woman.
1: <laughs> uh, so Toshiya kind of briefly considers it, but then it's like, I don't know. Also, I don't need you to sell me the empty lot. If I if I just kill you right now,
0: that solves the problem. That solves
1: the problem because the only thing the empty lot is is a problem is that if the owner of it comes forward, it just throws a whole wrench into the the redevelopment project. And it's just going to make things go through like courts and everything, and that's a like, big bummer. But if you're out of the way and you don't have any family left, it's no big deal. No skin off my back. Um, Majima finds where they are and everything, fights his way through a bunch of dudes, and eventually gets it all the way up to the top where he sees her. And then, as soon as he like is trying to come towards her, Laogui shoots her in like the side at uh, Dojima's request, and... Majima and everyone could just kind of walk off and go into a helicopter and leave, and then Majima is very upset.
0: Yeah, he kind of loses it
1: and just beats the tar out of a bunch of folks, and just eventually he's like he tries to save Makoto and everything, but uh, a bunch of new dudes come up and are like walking towards him, and it's Sarah and his guys, and mm-hmm. Sarah is like, "We're gonna get her to a hospital, and we're gonna fix this, Majima. We'll we'll just you just gotta work with me here."
0: Yeah, Majima, is. I think he's shirtless by this point, right? Oh yeah. Um, and this is definitely a
1: pull your shirt off fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so he's like on his knees, holding her hands, like, Just like begging n-
1: something to save her.
0: Yeah, and he's like, oh. And then Sarah shows up. It's like, all right, I am your savior. We're going we'll to go. We're going to get her to a hospital. <laughs>
1: Do not it's worry, okay, buddy.
0: I got this. Um, which. You get to see him like running with them when they're rushing her into surgery.
1: Mm-hmm. Like he literally like stays outside of like the surgery area the whole time, yeah. just like the whole time waiting and hoping something good's gonna happen. Um, and then basically after that, like eventually, like a doctor comes out and it's like he's like, "Hey, is she gonna be all fine and everything?" Like, and the doctor's like, "Are you family or anything?" He's like, "I just I brought her in," and the doctor's like we got her out of surgery she is you know she's
0: she's stable she's
1: stable but she is not regained consciousness we don't know when that will be whether it'll be today tomorrow or ever yep and then she also is like is that good enough for you and like the camera pans back and sarah's behind them mhm so there's that yep uh we get back to we go to the penultimate chapter of the game where shibasawa is now like hey, let's go murder all the Kazuma family people.
0: <laughs> Woo!
1: Yay. Uh, Kiryu eventually gets word of what happened um, from Sarah, and he's like, hey, Makoto got shot. She's She survived, but things aren't great great. But I'm going to keep her safe uh, at, for, in this, at the hidden HQ of the Nikio Consortium, in the Shibara Wharf. It's on a boat. Everything will be okay. Cool, right? I think, hopefully. Um... Kiryu finds out that the Dojima family is coming after the Kazuma family, so he goes down there to save the family and everything. He's on the boat. Not on the boat yet. Oh darn. He goes to the office and is stopped by Kuze, and then Kuze is like, hey, I gotta do this. Let's just fight it out right here, right now. Just us. So you fight Kuze one last time, and yep. Kiryu's able to beat him again, um... Eventually, Nishiki and Kashiwage are able to get out of the office and everything. They've defeated Kuze's men who are also inside. Kuze's like, kind of like, yeah, I'm never going to beat this kid, am I? That sucks.
0: <laughs> I keep trying and I keep failing.
1: <laughs> he also warns them, to like, hey, Shibasawa knows about Sarah's hidden base. He's mobilizing his men to go attack it now. You guys got to get there and make sure he doesn't do that. Um, so Kiryu and Nishiki head off to go fend that off. Kashiwagi goes and goes up to gather more reinforcements to help stop at this and everything. Um, Majima tries to head off to the Dojima family office and is interrupted by Sagawa and his dudes. Um, Majima's like, hey, I'm gonna do this. Sagawa's so like, yeah, I don't know if you would do that. That could have very bad consequences for Shimano's uh, idea of what he wants and everything. Majima's like, I don't give a f- off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it.
1: I'm doing this. You are not stopping me. Uh, so they, uh, so Kiri Onishiki and Kashiwagi arrive at the boat. Um, or is it the boat? or Is this? Uh, I think this is the boat. Yeah, this is it the boat? So they go in the the. They. Fight through the boat. There's a bunch of dudes just fighting. You fight through a lot of dudes.
0: A lot of dudes. Nishiki at one point is like, I'm going to hang back and shoot at these guys. You go ahead.
1: And then you have to fight a bunch more dudes. Um, Shibasawa eventually finds Makoto and like wheels her out onto like, the, the deck of the boat. And is like, hey, you're going to stay here while I fight. Kiryu.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: um, Shibasawa explains that like, oh, this is my time to finally shine because I wasn't as charismatic as these other guys. Now I get the recognition for what I done. Yay. Yay! You're not going to stop me. And Kiryu's like, no, I'm going to stop you.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: So he, so you fight Shibasawa is the last fight is Kiryu and you beat him. And then you're able to rescue Makoto. Yay. Uh, on Majima's side, he fights his way through the Dojima office. Um, not
0: beating up so many dudes,
1: beating up a lot of dudes, but there's not as many because like they're scattered as well because they're off doing other stuff to you know yeah find the Kazuma family and also they're at the Nikio base and everything. He uh, eventually fights his way up to uh, the uh, Dojima's office where it's being guarded by Awano and Amano knows who Majima is and everything. So like they have this like talk about what it means to be a yakuza now, and Awano is just like, "Why would you do all this much for someone you don't really know?" It's real weird. And Majima's like, man, I just want to live dangerously. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Shrug shoulders.
1: So Awano fights Majima and eventually loses, and it's kinda of like You know, you're like you're you're like the Yakuza of old. You're not like those Yakuza who are just like, Well, I'm just gonna put my feet up and just have all this excess everything and yeah, you know, you're you're all right, kid. And then Lao Gui comes up and just like murders Awano.
0: <laughs> yep, just shanks him.
1: So you have to beat up Lao Gui as the the next fight. Uh, and then you beat him up, and then Dojima's like, oh god, oh no!
0: <laughs> what do I do?
1: Uh, Majima's gonna kill La Gui, but it's stopped by Sarah, who shows up and is like, Dojima, you've already lost. You're not getting the empty lot.
0: Son, you don't want to kill that guy, trust me. He's a really important assassin. Yeah,
1: we we're gonna use him as a witness and everything and every- for all this. Uh, also, I have the- I'm the owner of the empty lot now. Makoto signed it over to me. Yep. After she was rescued by Kiryu. Yep. And then like Majima's is like kinda just, like lost and everything and Sarah's like, what are you gonna do now? And Majima's like meh. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh so then you get the epilogue where I hurt. You hurt, yes. Uh Dojima's getting removed from the Kamurocho revitalization project is being given to Sarah because he was able to acquire the empty lot. He is ma- being made the clan captain. And basically also, Sarah's going to become the third chairman once the, the acting chairman's gone. Yep. And Dojima, Dojima's at, the, at the, this meeting just like, real, sad. real mad.
0: Real not happy.
1: Uh, Majima beats up with Sago one last time and they say their goodbyes. Um, So I was impressed that Majima was able to survive through everything. Um, Majima tells him that, hey, having to deal with your crab made me figure out how it is to live like an actual Yakuza. Also, I don't ever want to see you again. Um, We also see this is the debut of Majima and it's like his regular look from now on.
0: Oh, man. About that. It's so upsetting (laughs) that he goes from like that look to this look because like dude was straight up hot before like he had those like sweet long ponytail and he had the suit like the shoes were a little ridiculous but i gave him a pass on that
1: it was the but 80s. like
0: yeah it was the 80s like he had a, he had a nice face he was right he was handsome and then he straight up does this and he's like, all right, I'm just going to go shirtless with a snake skin jacket. I'm going to go straight up with leather pants, leather gloves. Also, I'm going to just cut my hair off and look stupid. And it's basically a bowl cut with like shaved under parts, um, which I told you, I was like, I'm pretty sure what he did is just take his ponytail and cut it straight up and then shave a little bit under that. Yeah, probably. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so upsetting. <laughs> So yeah, he At least he doesn't grow the bad facial hair yet. It's
1: true. So yeah, Majima walks off and Saga was a little like I'm gonna miss that kid, and then immediately is confronted by Hitman and murdered.
0: Murdered, which I was pretty happy about. He deserved it. <laughs> He's been a butt the whole time. And well, you're not wrong. I was just waiting for him to get his come up and said he finally did, Majima doesn't even know about it. I'm sure he does eventually, but like you don't just have a guy go missing and nobody hears about it. Yeah
1: we go to a scene in Serena where Kiryu tells Nishiki and Reina that he's going back to the Dojima family. And mm-hmm. they're like, what do you mean? Why would you do that? And Kiryu's like, I, I can't do it. This civilian life's not for me. Look into the camera.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, they're like, did you talk to the Cosma about this? And there's a scene also where like Kiryu goes to Cosma in prison. is like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. And he's like, cool. All right. See you when I'm out of prison. Um, so yeah, Kiryu is going back to the family and everything. And also, we see Kiryu in his normal attire, which Nishiki's like, "Man, you should have kept that white suit. That white suit was fresh." Kiryu's like, "I don't know. I like this one. This was
0: out of style." Nishiki's like, "No,
1: nah, you. No, nah, this one's. This one never catch on." <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, "I like this one."
1: Uh, and then we get some time pass where Majima is reinstated back into the Shimano family. He's got his own like crew now, and we also see some people who are harassing Makoto and the doctors that she was with at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Makoto's like, "Don't worry, I'll go go find help. I'll take care of this and everything." I'll handle yeah. it. She
0: slaps some dudes. So like, once again, proving she has the biggest balls yeah. of anybody <laughs> in the game.
1: So, like, they're trying to get rough with her, and then uh, Majima shows up, and they're like, oh, boss, we found this girl, and yeah, she's going to be real cool.
0: You want to turn?
1: And they're like, oh, don't you know who this is? This is the legendary Maj. Bam he just punches the dude who was talking, and then punches the other guy.
0: Knocks him out. Yeah.
1: And Makita's like, what is happening? Uh, This other guy shows up and talks to the doctor. He's like, "I'll, I'll, I'll I'll go figure out what's going on. So he comes over and is, like, trying to get Majima away from Makito because he doesn't know the context of the situation and everything, and Majima kind of picks up what's happening and, like, pulls this guy aside and is like, is that your girl? And the guy's like, what, 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 what do you mean? What, what, I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What? She's my patient. She's my patient. I'm a doctor. And then, like, he's like, do you love her?
0: He's like, dude, cut the bullshit.
1: Like, oh, oh, no, no. and he like he clenches his fist and like Ma- Majima's like yeah your fists kind of tell your story here he's like look take care of the girl tell her your feelings do this for both of us and the guy's like huh what and, he- and then like Majima's like pats him on the bag and like throws him back to Makoto as he walks off and then the the guy goes back to Makoto and, like- and she's like what are you guys talking about and he's, like- and he's like oh this is nothing uh, and then Makoto's like that guy's eye there was a real sadness in it
0: mm-hmm. as
1: she watches him walk away
0: mm-hmm. and hurt me because
1: he does not tell her who he is because he doesn't want her wrapped up in this life
0: She does, he doesn't want her to hear his voice because he knows it she'd recognize mm-hmm. it and she doesn't know his name mm-hmm. or what he looks like because she never actually like saw him saw him and he apparently never mentioned his name in the whole thing which I didn't realize that no one said his name at all around her Which is wild.
1: Yep. Uh, And then we get a post credit scene. Yep. With Makoto returning to the empty lot, she leaves some flowers for Tachibana, as she's like saying, she's like talking about kind of like everything that happened. She's like, oh, you know, everything happened because, you know, I met Kiryu, I met Lee, and then there's also just one guy I met who I never...
0: I met that guy! I didn't
1: get his name or anything, but he saved me, and if I wouldn't be here because of him, or I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him and everything, um and then why does she say now like you hear like a musical chime play and like she's like, Wait a minute. She starts scrambling around, sees like this newly dug in part of the dirt and like digs through it. There's like a folded up thing in it, and she opens it up and it's her watch that's been repaired and fixed. Mm-hmm. And she realizes mm-hmm. who it's from. It's
0: mm-hmm. like just
1: breaks down at the very end there. Same. <laughs> Man. And then the final scene, of course, is we return to the streets of Kamurocho where Majima is walking, and then he stops in his place and sees someone he recognizes, and the camera turns, and another man is walking towards him, and it's Kiryu. (laughs) And then Majima's like, yo, and just yells Kiryu in his very over-exaggerated voice that he has for, like, the rest of the series. (laughs) Yep. And then it cuts back to Kiryu as he smirks. Which is again very wild that like this entire game they set this up as like the deuteragonist of, they, of these two, and they don't, they don't meet until the very last scene in the game.
0: Post credits. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild.
1: But that's Jax's zero.
0: It hurt me so much, <laughs> man. A lot happened here. A whole
1: lot happened here.
0: I will have you know, I have gone to see if there is any fanfic where they do get together, and there oh is. Oh my god! <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. That is not
1: surprising in the slightest.
0: Yay! I understand his reasoning. I really yeah. do because, like, he he wants her to be safe. He wants her to be happy, and he's like, "All right, this doctor man can do yeah. it." I I believe in him, but it also just hurts me.
1: the pain
0: it hurts so much do you want to hear
1: some trivia about this game
0: yeah nugget exists oh
1: man pour one out for nugget
0: pour one out for nugget he's right dead
1: poor guy uh this is the first the game to not feature the florist of sai haruka sawamura or makoto date it is also the first one where Goro Majima is not fought as a boss, though he is now playable for the first time as well, after appearing in a non-playable capacity for the first five games, excluding the playable Majima saga that is exclusive to the remake of Yakuza 2, which was released after Yakuza 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also the first game to not feature the Millennium Tower. This is because the tower didn't exist in 1988, and was built during the 17-year oh, yeah. period separating Yakuza 0 and the rest of the series. Central to this game's conflict, however, is the empty lot, which is part of the land which, on which the tower was built.
0: We do get, like, a, hey, important things happen in 95, 2005, yeah. and also the Millennium Tower gets Essentially,
1: changed. like, there's, like, a, a big, like, info dump that is, like, here is everything that happens from the end of Yakuza 0 up to the beginning of Yakuza Kawami or Yakuza 1. It's basically, like, hey, go play Yakuza 1 after this.
0: <laughs> so yeah. you know what's
1: happening afterwards. Uh, the first and final, or the first, yeah, the first and final long battle, i.e., extended sequences of battles against non-boss enemies of the game, both take place in the same location. First one in the first chapter of the game takes place in the Dojima family building, is done by Kiryu. The final in the final chapter of the game, and also the final gameplay in the game before the final boss sequence takes place in the same building, is done by Majima. Huh. It's book-ended. Nice. But yeah, that's the uh... that shock is a zero i Yep. What? It, I got real into you it. You did get very into it. You were real into into this game, which I'm excited. I was very excited about. Because I was hoping you would all you would just dive into the series and get very excited about it. And now you have dived into the series and gotten very excited about it.
0: <laughs> Here we are.
1: Here we are. Wild. One game in.
0: <laughs> well one and a half. One and a half, yes
1: But your first full game
0: Yes my first full game It was fantastic Very very good I enjoyed all the The characterizations I enjoyed the story I enjoyed all the Dramatic shirt throws off I, I The side plots were fun The sexy videos were fun Mr. Libido was fun Mr. Libido and Kamorosha Wasn't as fun
1: No it's unfortunate It's
0: kind of lame Um but yeah, this was this was a a hecking good game. Yeah, I'm in too deep now, buddy. I'm in too deep.
1: Dark of Zero is just yeah, it's a very very good game.
0: Is a very especially good
1: going game. back to it, like I was impressed at just, like how much it's, it still is just super super good. So.
0: Also, again, Majima's fighting style is insane, and he can do stuff like catch a sword with his teeth.
1: Uh, you know, as you do. As it's you Real do. fun. Casually, just catching swords with your teeth, you know. Why wouldn't uh-huh. you do
0: that? Might be bad on your eh. teeth. Also, if you miss, they're just gonna cut through your head. Eh.
1: <laughs> Who's to say?
0: I can see. I can see plenty of downsides there.
1: Uh, debatable. Mm.
0: Rip to handsome Majima. He will never be seen nope. again.
1: Never ever. Well, do you have any final thoughts about Yakuza 0 before we wrap up?
0: No, but I'm stoked to talk about 1. Well,
1: there you go. Good tease for next time.
0: And how how we we are building on the foundation we have got now. Yes. This is the empty lot of the rest of the series that we are going to start talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. So, if you'd like more from us, go to seasonalanimecheckup.com or SAC.cool, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup and Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, anime animecheckup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com s-a-c-o-v-a. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, bonus episodes, all sorts of fun, good stuff. Next time, we will continue without experiencing the Yakuza series by talking about Yakuza Kiwami.
0: Yay! The
1: PS4 remake of Yakuza 1. And also maybe talk about that Nintendo Direct that happened. If anything real wild happens. Oh, yeah. Because we can't talk about it today. Because it hasn't happened.
0: It happened. It's in the future. Yes.
1: But in the past, when you hear this, that's how time works. By the way, if anything big happens on that or anything interesting, we'll talk about it there next week. So there you go. And then, yeah, Jock is a Kwame. Yay!